Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 354. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. We're going to kick off the arc of Brando being in charge. We're talking about some Phyrexian legends. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. You are back from Mexico after yes. a well-earned vacation. You don't have a tan, though. I do, but not on my face because I use lots of sunscreen on my face. That's important to take care of your skin. Especially your face skin. Because if you only have one face. You, you only lose... got one face. And if you lose your face, you might have to get somebody else's face and staple it on where your face should be. And then you're doing some Joker shit. Or maybe, to bring it back to the show, some Phyrexian completionist shit. <laughs> yes, now. That's right. If you play against the boys at Commander Cookout, though, at face-to-face games' is, uh, Saskatoon stop, you might get your face slapped off. All at, the way. Only your lips uh, will be left. Le- yeah. Mm-hmm. Only, Only your, your lips, lips are will left? Be left. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's nope. like that's like ladies looking left tribal. Nope. Only your lips are left tribal. Th- that's right. And we'll tell you more about that. But first, you have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Dude. So, I goes to Fusion.com. Oh, I've been there. FusionGamingOnline.com. Me too. Yep. Yep. No. I use CCO Slam promo code. You're kidding me. Save 5% off on all the stuff that I was going to buy anyway. On all the stuff you're going to buy anyways. 5%? Did. Just for buying stuff that you were going to buy anyway? Yes. Did you also support the show at the same time? I did. Madness. Very good for the show if you do that. We appreciate that. You should do it. And I got you. Got you, fam. CCO fam nation. shit. CCO Perks promo code. If you're spending over a hundred bucks, you can get ten percent store credit kickback. That's Canadian before CCO Slam discount. Yes. So like twenty five bucks American. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, if you're from the land of the free, and you say, "Well, I would shop at Fusion. I want the discount, uh-huh. but they don't ship across the, uh, across the border." That's sealed product you're talking about. That's the sealed product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ship uh, singles and gaming supplies everywhere. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but if you want the sealed product, yep. this is what you do. You yep. go there. Yep. Use CCO perks and CCO slam promo codes. Yep. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get in touch with your boy Brando Longhair. That's, That's his me. last name. Yeah. And you say, hey, I want to send you cards. I want you to open them on Brando's box opening on the Commander Cookout YouTube channel. And I'll do it. Send them to Brando. He'll get pounded. You'll see the cards that you're going to get before you get them so you can start planning and stuff because they'll get to Brando in like three days. Yep. And, and then he'll arrive in a fun box yes. with an apology note a little while after that. Yes, then you can get discounts. You're contributing to Commander Cookout's YouTube content, and you're getting your cards. Yeah, and you can watch a fun video after and hear Brando apologize live on air. <laughs> <laughs> in seriously though, uh, in seriously though, yeah. big thanks to Fusion and and the CCO or the BBO of CCO. Actually, going to be funny. The first one was good. We we've talked a bunch about how to make them even better every time, and we're excited that and I did some of that for this most recent one, that, which Ryan hasn't seen. I yet. haven't even seen it's it yet. It's going to be good, though. but it's it's going to be funny, and those are going to be probably Fridays that aren't top five and five Fridays. Sick. So keep a lookout for those. Yes. I mentioned gaming supplies not too long ago. You go to geekwood.ca, we got a promo code there too, 10% off when you use CCO Podcast promo code, all the best gaming supplies, of which you probably have in your backpack, but don't get them out because it's... Brando's in charge, and since I'm in charge, I brought the frog dice. 
They're right there. Oh, frick. I opened it like a rookie. You opened it like a rook ball. But show them the frog dice. Okay, I figured. I figured since I was, I, I got something to, to, to live up to now. So there's my frog dice. I do own them. You, they are you, here. You can't, see, you can't see them if you're not watching on YouTube. Which you should be. And even if you are watching on YouTube, you still can't really see them because the light is shining right down on them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tricky. But they're there. See, I did it. They do I exist. Did it. I made a note to remind myself. And then when I got up this morning, I took them out and put them in my coat pocket. Did, snuck them in here under Ryan's nose. You, you used CCO podcast promo code to save 10% on them? Sure did. Would you have bought them if you uh, weren't going to do that? Absolutely, I would have. Oh, well, now you save 10 bucks. That's right. Or 10%, I mean. 10%. And they came in the coolest envelope of all time. What? I'm not going to spoil how Geekwood does the shipping, but it's pretty fun. Cool. And they come in a cool little bag. I put it in this cube so that they were easy to, yeah, easier yeah, to yeah. move around. Yeah, yeah, storage, it's good. But, like, very cool. That's I fun. Like, I like those Geekwood guys. They're, they're good people. Fun. Speaking of good people. Good people. We've got a contest winner. Yep. I want to thank a, uh, uh, I want to thank the patrons. Yep. And I want to talk about some CCO merch. Where do you want to go? Because we got to go quick because we're talking about legends today. Uh, Editor Joel will murder us if we take too long. Oh, let's do merch first. Merch first. Oh, the merch. The yeah. merch is in. Enter the merch the, is in. Enter the room merch first. Merch first. Yes. Uh, well, it'll be available before merch first. Because some of it's going to be, that's March. Oh, right. Some of it will be available at Face to Face Saskatoon today. Mm -hmm. The playmats aren't in yet. Scum. I'm waiting on one last little domain kind of connection thing that Smitty has to help me with for the website to launch. But Scum. It's ready. And I did a little test and bought something from me. <laughs> yeah. I had to pay tax on it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. 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 So I spent, uh, I spent five of my own dollars and only got like four back. <laughs> but hey, it's, it's in the idea of. Yeah. 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 yeah got to support the old, uh, the, the, the whatever. Yeah. So it's all ready to go. I've got the stickers. I've got the hats. They look Frickin' fantastic. They're in the car. I'm so happy with the hats. We got we didn't get them embroidered. We got a patch on them. Like a like a like a leather patch. Neat. And we got black ones and camel ones, and they're gonna be Camel ones. Hey, people Did were asking about camel. They want they look at They wanted the camel like the Ryan hat. That's weird. And there's stickers with the Ryan hat, and you can get Team Ryan or Team Brando. You can get deck box stickers. We got it all. I'm so excited. The the playmats will be in for CCO Experience Vancouver oh, in yeah. March. That's coming up soon. Which is getting booked like on Sunday, FYI. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So lots of fun. Buy an airplane ticket. Those are yeah, not so fun. I like airplane tickets. Hey, if we were in Europe, buying airplane tickets is fun because the flights are shorter and they're cheaper. Yes. But we are in Canada, flying within Canada. So they're as a, you know, probably as long as they would normally be, but they're more expensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Contest winner. Contest Wiener. From last week-ish, because we had so many shows pre-recorded. Yeah, we were... Yeah. I'm going to go with the show where people guessed Bruce Tarl and Rahan, Last of the Absent. That's the one I'm going with. People guessed that? Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, we got some smart people in that the nation. excellent. Like three smart people in the nation. And I count as one of them. So there's like two. Anyway. Booster Pack game winner for guessing that. They get a, a sticker pack... With new stickers, a token pack, or a, a like a real booster pack. Yeah, if they real want real magic yeah. cards, if you like those, if they want that for guessing Bruce and Rayhan, 
Guitar Man 2. Yeah, that, that checks out. That's that's definitely his name. I wonder yeah. I wonder if they have any hobbies. Probably not. Probably don't. Just magic. Yeah. Yeah. Just play magic. Tell them how they win, and I'm going to look at the show notes. Oh, well, how you win is you send in your full mailing address, including your actual really real name, Guitar Man 2, I assume spelled with the number 2, to commandercookout at gmail.com, and you let us know what you want, the sticker pack, the token pack, or the pack of real live magic cards. Make sure you include your postal slash zip code, and be honest, because if you blow the honor system, you're screwing it up for everybody, and nobody likes that. Yes, very mm-hmm. much so. Hmm? Very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple things. Now that we've got all that out of the way, I want to say big thanks to the patrons. We I appreciate you. We very much do. Patreon.com slash CCO podcast. Gave them early access to the new CCO t-shirts. Yep. Same will be true of the hats. Yep. Same will be true of the CCO experiences. Bah. Of which we are planning, like I said, Vancouver. Yep. So that's, that's going to be a patron event. There's going to be nine or ten of us. Wow. Got to ask, got to ask Keel today. That's several. Yeah, we're going to see him today. Got to ask him. I'm excited. Got to ask him. Like that guy. And then next will be Minneapolis. There and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people there because people are already asking me, hey, can I get my name down for Minneapolis? Sick. And the same is true for Las Vegas. And we've got like the little recap videos. If you're watching on YouTube, I'll put a little card there so you can watch the recap video if you're new to CCO Nation. Because they're a ton of fun. Basically, uh, let me let me summarize it for anybody who is not in the know and is like, hey, should I become a patron? Hey, do I want to do this? Do I want to be involved with this community? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, that's it. Let me summarize. I we already sh- did. One word. We yes. show up. Mm-hmm. We play bl- lots of magic. That we do. We order food or get it professionally catered by people in the nation. That we do. Those tacos were real good. We drink a bunch of beer. We do that as well. Crack so many booster packs. Several booster packs will be opened by us. Yes. We saw Time Walk get open last time. Fake Time Walk. It's still Time Walk. I guess so. It was lots of fun. Yep. Amy had to drink her whole drink. She sure did. Championed it. Mm-hmm. And we play more magic. We did. Then we drink. We will. Then we eat some more. Absolutely. Then we go to convention some. A little bit. Three days of that. Three days. Is it fantastic? 100% of the time. Is it the best way to experience a Magic Fest or Magic Con? Yes. Need I say more? No. Okay. We have uh, Phyrexia All Will Be One. Phyrexia All Will Be One is what we have. Yes. Several legends. So let me let me, let me me hit you with a couple things. Okay. 34 legies. Hang on. I have to be a broadcasting professional professional. I'm going to get my phone out real quick. <laughs> yes. Now, let me tell you, we have 34 new legends, Ryan. Oh, <laughs> you got some show notes? Oh, I sure do. Because it, it is... Pays to pay Brando when he's in charge. Because it is the Phyrexian set. Only nine of the 34 are non-Phyrexian things. Ooh. So not very many rebels in this one. So we'll the see. The good guys, if you will. Correct. So this, they're setting this, up the villains in this one. This is a bad guy set, hey? Sure and, is. And I know you and I know me. We like bad guys. We, we do. I we, like we, bad guys. We root for the bad guys. Now, here, here's some interesting things that I noticed that I picked out. Sure. Of the 34, how many of them have flavor text on them? Ooh. How many have room for flavor text? Not very many. Yes. Uh, five. Three. <laughs> Three. I was pretty close. Of the 34 legends, right? Oh, do I get to guess again? How many of them have the same number of abilities, meaning separate paragraphs explaining what they do? The same number as the average planeswalker. The average planeswalker 
has three. Has three. Okay, do, does does the top line where it says like reach or flying, does that count? When it says reach and flying? Reach, flying, haste, whatever. Like, that, that, that that line is one line. That, that is one. That that's one? That's one, yeah. Okay, so how many have the same number as the average number of planeswalkers? Which is three. Um, I'm going to assume that lots have more than that. Would I be right? No. <laughs> no. Oh, four, four, four things on a card? Four things? Four separate ability paragraphs? Yes. Mm-mm. Not very before is lots. Four is lots? Four is lots. Okay, so if I said 10? 17. Oh. 17 legendary creatures have the same, or I guess in some cases more, abilities than the average planeswalker. Wow. There's more text on these creatures than any other creatures I've seen in a long ass time. Editor Joe's going like, oh, crap. I know. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. People should be watching on YouTube, though, because that way they can keep up as we read through the cards real fast. Yeah, Joe works really hard, and we appreciate him. Couple other observations. These are just my own personal feelings about things, and we're going to okay. get into Ryan's okay. as we go through the show. Yeah. Well, Power or, or, or we could summarize at the start, because I do have them in my show notes. Or we could. Power level of the cards in this set, I feel, or at least of the Legends, very high. St Interesting builds that you're going to get out of lots of these yep. things. I don't see very many of them. Oh, I think lots of these are that could, that could be a criticism. Like ninety nineable legends in this set. Yep. Lots of them. Yes, very much so. That was one of my notes. Are you going to see lots of them like at the front of really interesting decks that don't already exist? I'm not sure you will. So I think some of the most powerful ones. There's already things that do what they do, and you're just going to have an anointed procession in the command zone, for example. Mm. Right? So we'll get into that when we get into the I, legends. I, there I, are some really cool ones. Let, let me let me let me piggyback on that. Yeah. Okay, so I think the right word is disparate. Um the the power level is disparate because some are very powerful yes. and some are not very powerful. Yes. They play off of like limited ability type mechanics. Yeah. And, and they are to go into that deck if you or guide you into that deck if you crack it in a sealed pool at a pre-release, yeah. right? So that is what it is. That's always what it is. You're always going to get those. The 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 disparate nature in this set, I think, comes by way of the powerful legends are just like powerful like a hammer is powerful. Yes. Instead of being powerful like... Nunchucks. A, no, 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 like a multi-tool. A multi-tool is powerful because it can do a bunch of different things. And I'll I'll give you an uh, an example. When Uro came out yeah. in Theros, I said Uro's powerful just by itself because you can recast it from your graveyard and avoid command tax. Yeah, and that's fantastic. Yeah, because it saves you mana. And then it does so much Simic stuff. But also it does Simic stuff, and that's also what makes it powerful. But if you have infinite mana with Uro, you can just win the game. Yeah, and that was a design kind of that we saw for a while. This is good and powerful and can lead to fun games because people like playing powerful shit. Or if you have infinite mana, you just win the game. Yeah, Like all the dragons from Kamigawa. Exactly. And these don't, like the, the, the commanders from All Will Be One, don't give me that vibe. They don't really do that. They give me the, this is powerful like a sledgehammer is powerful yes. vibe. Yeah. And I'm fine with either, and I, I think it's good to mix them up, I guess is the short version of that. Sure. But I needed to explain with examples. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I've got a couple Ooh, things too. One other thing I wanted to say. Oh, one sure. Thing I wanted to say. Sure, sure. I love the body horror art on all the cards. I love like the there's like the angels instead of having like 
wings that are made of metal. They're made of flipping people. Yes, yes, yes. I, or I, just flops of skin. Looks like Lady Gaga's meat dress. I'm a big fan of the art direction of a lot of the Phyrexian creatures, and I'm usually not. I don't actually usually like what the Phyrexians look like, but this set, I'm a huge fan. I'm getting, I'm getting two vibes. I'm getting the um, sort of like if you turn all the lights on in Blade Runner 2049, and then that's like where Elish Norn lives with all her gigantic monolithic structures and yeah. drapes and curtains and stuff. Looks really cool. Yep. Looks very gala-esque. Yep. Right? Very grandeur. Yep. Very grand, I guess. Or I'm getting Phyrexian of old, like Urza Block Phyrexia, where they were just like skin stretched over machinery. That's where Shieldred lives. In, in Urza Block? No, that's where Shieldred lives now. That's what old Phyrexia used to look like. Yes. With the arena and the smokestacks and yes, the rocks. Yes, yes. And, and, and I like I like the throwback, and I do also like the art direction. Yeah, very I got, cool. I got a couple things here. You can see how the disparate factions amongst the Phyrexian whole could lead to uh, sundering of the, the unity that they go for. Ooh. Because in splitting Ooh, them, is that foreshadowing? I think it might Are be. Are you calling that out? I think it might is be. Is that a prediction? Well, I, mean, I mean, it's already happening. Like, Urabrask already is like, yeah, I don't know. Ah, uh, you guys, whatever. You guys are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We got Toxic. That's a new one. We're going to see it. Yeah, we're going to see some Toxic stuff. Toxic and Number. Not as good as Infect. We all get it. But Toxic and Infect, we you can bet yeah. you're going to see an influx of Infect slash Poison Pro decks yeah. in your meta. Toxic isn't as good, but they're going to go in the same deck. Yep. And you're going to, that's uh, it piggybacks with corrupted, I believe the other keyword that goes with it is. Yes. They, when they have three or more poisons. Yes. And that's going to be pretty easy to get on one player, I yep. think. So it encourages you to kill one person <clears throat> slowly so that you can kill the other people quickly. I think that that's a, an upgrade for poison because everybody regs on poison and I don't think it's that good because everybody just dogpiles you after you kill somebody. Yeah. Or you're in the middle of trying to poison somebody, and they're like, ooh, at seven poison counters, and everybody just tries to gank you because yeah. they don't want to get poisoned, right? Yeah. And we're going to talk about that on our bonus show this week. Oh, okay. Or this month. This okay. Month. So Toxic and Corrupted, we got four Mirrodin, which is basically the same as Living Weapon, but for good guys. Yep, I like that one. I like that lots. Did you I like Living Weapon? It was okay, but I like this one more because it gives a creature that that sticks around. I like Ooh, that. Yeah, a like little you... little bit more card advantagey. Yeah, and okay. uh, and it lets you. It makes you feel less bad when you pay five for a kind of piddly equipment. Mm. Oil counters. That's uh, just another kind of counter. Just another flavor thing. They could have been charge counters, yeah. but they're oil counters. We're so. going to talk about that on next week's show. When we talk about the yeah. set more in general. But I'm, I'm touching it now, yeah. just in case we see commanders that have it. Yippers. But I, I think for ba toxic and corrupted and oil counters, I think that there's not going to be that many commanders that we're going to see that we're going to be like, hey, let's play these. Let's do it. Let's do it. The last thing that is returning and being pushed harder than ever, me thinks, is proliferate. Yes. Oh, baby. Oh, man. Oh. 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 Yeah, it's, it's a you could definitely do an infect deck at this point without having a single creature with infect or toxic in it. <laughs> that sounds like a CCO deck. And we're probably <laughs> going to do it. <laughs> so... Be okay. on the look. And I'm and that deck would be good. That wouldn't even be a meme. Like turn two, everybody's poison, turn six, everybody's hey, dead. Don't we're don't gonna take we're, away we're, my fun. We're doing it. I'm memeing. Of course you're memeing. 
oh, but I'm going to do it where it's good in my brain so that while you're doing all that meme and dream shit, I'll be like, here's how you do it. Memeing and dreaming. Yeah. That should be a t-shirt. We're going to do that soon also. Okay, let's do it. I got you in mind. All right, Ryan, we're going to start with some dudes. Dudes. And just so in typical CCO fashion, we don't end on a dud, we're going to start at the bottom and work our way up. Dude duds. No, we actually thought about this before we started the show because Brando's in charge, and sometimes I make good decisions. Only sometimes, though. Okay. First good decision. I did not cut the enchantment that does Zopendrel Hunger Dominus' ability from my decks in preference to Zopendrel. Oh, man. Give him the old zoppy. Oh, man. We're not going zoppy second on this one. He's first. <laughs> He's a 4-6 with reach for green, green, 5. At the beginning of each combat, double the power and toughness of each creature you control until end of turn. And Phyrexian green, Phyrexian green, sack two other bros. It gets an indestructible counter. Okay. Part of a cycle, they all have Phyrexian, Phyrexian, sack two dudes gets indestructible. Do two things. They don't all sack dudes. Oh, yeah, some of them are discard cards, some of them are sack artifacts. Like, but yes. They all you gotta do two of something and yes. pay two Phyrexian mana. So you could just gank two of your own things and pay four life, and then your guy's indestructible. Correct. So I mean, this does what it says on the package, really. It's Xenagos for your whole team. But wait, there's more. That's there. It's got reach, four, six, sure fine. It costs seven, sure fine, whatever. At the beginning of <clears throat> Each combat. Mm-hmm. So even on your opponent's turns, it makes your guys big. But there's an enchantment that does that for like green, green, green one from Innistrad something, something. Could you put it in your command zone if you were playing that enchantment? Precisely. Eesh. Could yes. you tutor it with a creature tutor? I don't know, in green? <laughs> oh, I don't know how you'd ever do that, Ryan. Who can afford worldly tutors? They're never going to reprint that. Mm. <laughs> uh, I forgot about worldly tutor. Oh wait a second! I was I was thinking about I was thinking about enlightened tutor and that the thing that you said being an enchantment, and if you're playing mono green, or green red, this is better. This yes. card is good. It's a good card. But is it? A, are you going to build a deck around it? I'm not going to build a deck around it because I don't I don't play that kind of deck. Yeah. It's... But if anybody wanted to build a deck around any five of these, it would probably be a good deck. I'm going to say that. <laughs> yes, they're all very good because they are creature versions of things that are very good. And we're going to see that four more times throughout the review. Yes, and these, the Dominus cycle, if you tune in to CCO's top five in five, this coming Friday is the Frexian All Will Be One one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounded bad. The Frexian All Will Be One one, these, all five of them, make an appearance on the list. Sick. Not in the one, two, three, four, five slot. Probably could be, though. <laughs> they're all in Let's the one honest. slot. Or, sorry, they're all in one slot, <laughs> there is what go. I mean. There, there you go. go. Next oh. creature. Next creature. Vran Executioner Thane. This is one of the ones I talked about that has flavor text. You know that it's probably bad. Yeah, let me give it a read. It's a 2-2 two, two for 2. Right. It is the Walrus, a 2-2 two, two for 2. Phyrexian Vampire. Whenever one or more other creatures you control die... Each opponent loses two life, and we gain two life. This ability only triggers once each turn. That This is a, an aristocrat card. It's a bad aristocrat card. It's bad if it's in your command zone, but I suspect at the two-drop slot, people will play this. It, it, maybe. I mean, most of the aristocrats are already at two. 
So here you have another one that's just yes. not as good. So, but I mean, play it. It's fine. I think it's good but, because it's for the first activation, it deals double. And you would just have to organize your sacrifices or your dies or your blocks to be one per turn. But then you're dealing six per round of the table or eight per round of the table. I think that's good. Well, I mean, I guess if you want to do or or hear me out. Yes. You could just do 14 on your turn. Ooh, that's pretty good. Like, too. That's that's fine. And then you can still do the other four or six by block. Also. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> do both. So this is a 99er? I think so. I don't I wouldn't build a deck around this. Uh, There's already better in or er, aristocrats commanders. Yes. Right? The, so we're we're shooting 500 then. We've got a guy that we that you could build around and a guy that you probably won't build around. So correct. Far. Okay. Let's move directly up to Unctus Grand Meditect. Unctus Unky. Yeah. Uncle Medi is a Uncle two, Meta is yeah. a two four Phyrexian Vidalkin for blue blue one. Other blue creatures you control have whenever this creature becomes tapped, draw a card, then discard a card. New paragraph, other artifact creatures you control get plus one, plus one. New paragraph, Phyrexian blue until end of turn target creature you control becomes a blue artifact in addition to its other colors and type. Activate only as a sorcery. This guy's good. Yes. This guy's got four toughness for three manas. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. He's not going to die very good. He's going to buff your other guys if you're playing artifacts. Yep. But if you're not, he can make them artifacts for the low cost of blue or two life, yep. which is really good. Mm-hmm. I'd pay two life to deal like more damage to somebody. Sure. Sure. Or mana, whatever. And he card draws you, and he facilitates graveyard strategy if that's what you're going with. Yes. I'm going to play this guy in a deck. Yes, you are. He's going to go into my uh, Orvar the All form. That makes sense. Yep. Would you build around him a deck? You very much could. You certainly could. He's got lots going on for him. But do you think that deck would be super exciting or like, or do you think it would just be bad Urza? I think it would be somewhere between Psy Master Thopterist and Urza levels of power and dirtliness. Yeah. I don't know. So it's cool. It's there. It's a deck, that, it's a card that we're going to play. You know what? I think in power level, unless you want to be attacking lots, Psy is better if you want to do creatures. Urza is better if you want to do literally anything else. And if you want to attack with creatures, you'll probably play the uh, the Urza card from the pre-con that gives your guys menace and gives you a construct every turn. Yeah. So I think that this guy is going to be another 99er in artifact attacking matters decks. Maybe like our next card. Yeah. Now this... I'm going to say it here. I think this is the first time I've ever said this. A five-color commander that I actually like. I was hoping that you would like this guy because I, I love him. I do like Urtet Remnant of Memnark a lot. I like him because it facilitates a deck that I think people have wanted since for years. The since the beginning of Commander. Yes. I'm going to call it since the beginning of Commander, people have wanted to do Mirror Tribal. And now they have... A fantastic commander with which to do it, and kudos to Wizards for building them. Yes. The only thing that I think would have made this guy better is if he tapped for a mana, because not only would he be a mere commander, he'd be a three-drop mana rock, <laughs> and and he would invoke some of the most popular mirrors in the format. Those are the mana rock mirrors, because yes. they're two-drop mana rocks that are creatures that give you colored mana. So I'll give him a read. He's a three cost 2-2 two, two legendary artifact creature mirror whenever you cast a mirror spell cast mind you yep. 
create a 1 1 colorless mirror artifact creature toke. So he's kind of like really specific Genesis Chamber. Yes, but I'm okay with this because yep. all I'm going to cast is mirror. Yeah, Genesis Chamber. Because there's a good card. And, and there's tons of mirrors. Yeah. Tons of them. Even more now. Yes. At the beginning of combat on your turn, untap each mirror you control. So you can use all your mirrors that tap for mana to play the mirrors to make more mirrors, and then when untap, when attack time comes, everything untaps, and you can do it again. Yeah, mirrors. Yo, they're so cute. They're so cute. And then, <laughs> then they got time little, to go. But wait, shanks. there's more. Wooberg and tap put three plus one plus one counters on <clears throat> each. Mirror you control. Activate only during your turn. Like, I don't know, before combat? Or if you give them all vigilance during combat. <laughs> no way. Because you get like a leaden mirror, copper mirror, silver mirror, gold mirror, and... Is it copper mirror? I said that one. Oh. Uh, leaden mirror? I said that one. Oh. Gold mirror? I said that one. What's the freaking red one? Copper. I said that one. <laughs> if you get one of each mirror, you tap them all and tap Urtet, and then they all untap, and then they're all four fours. Yeah, and then since they have vigilance, <laughs> you, you attack with them all and tap them again, and they're all seven sevens. Oh man! Ooh, that's pretty. That's good. way better. That's pretty good. I think, I think there would be some ganking. <laughs> yes, there would be some ganking happening at that point. So I, this this one is good. And it caused huge price spikes in lots of the like yeah. the rare mirror cards from original Mirrodin and yeah. and our return, and the foils went out of control. Yeah. And guess who got all the foils of these cards for <laughs> for Orvar the All Form because he's a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so my uh, my Orvar deck price on Architect is artificially inflated. Yes, at this point. yes, very yes. much. Now we're, let's go from a card that we. Both, I think, I think universally, I think this card is is appreciated and liked. I don't think anybody has anything bad to say about Urtat. Let's no. move on to Venser the Corpse Puppet. Yeah, this guy's artificially inflated, all right. Yeah. Okay, you want to read this one? Sure. I'll, I'll, he's a Phyrexian zombie wizard. One three for black blue lifelink toxic one. Whenever Ooh, you proliferate, one. Whenever you proliferate, there's another one of the core nice. mechanics. Choose one. If you don't control the creature named the Hollow Sentinel. Create the Hollow Sentinel. It's a 3-3 colorless Phyrexian Golem artifact creature token. The token is not called the Hollow Sentinel, by the by. It's just a it's a Phyrexian Golem, which I think is a grave disservice, unless there is a Hollow. Anyway, the point is, the other choice you have is target artifact creature you control gains flying and lifelink until end of turn. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Great art. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> is that all I have to say? He's a two-drop commander, which mm. is important. And you got to remember that two-drop commanders sometimes have abilities attached to them that are like, ooh, what were they thinking? Or, or even the three-drop ones that are so cheap and they get out so early. Yeah. Right? Can you imagine this guy coming out on turn one? Do we want that? Or do we care about that? I Well... In this particular, like, what are you, you going to cast him on turn one and then turn two? Are you going to proliferate? Are you going to just proliferate nothing? Uh, well, you would you would attack and give them a poison on turn two and then proliferate. Oh no, it's whenever you proliferate. Yeah, like you have to right. Like so, he's he needs support from other cards and yeah, proliferate you, typically isn't super duper cheap. You do this with like a throne of Geth, 
where you can tap and sacrifice a creature to proliferate, and when you proliferate, you get the Hollow Sentinel token yeah. back to so you, sacrifice again. Yeah, you sack the Sentinel to... Yeah, and then you just need something to untap, like an unwinding clock, your uh, your Throne of Geth, right? Oh, look, another infinite combo. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I think... And the point, the, point yeah. the, the, the reason I'm making this point is because... Throwing a Geth costs two. Vencer Corpse Puppet, Corpse Puppet costs two. Yeah. This could be something that happens really early in the game, right? Yeah, you could play a Lotus Petal to sack to your Throne of Geth to start it kind of going. Oh, if you were if you were of that mindset, but yeah. I mean, what? So I mean, but short of that, is this a card you think we're going to see a lot of? No, no, no. Maybe we'll see. Vishgaz the Doom Hive more. I like this. I picture think that a we lot. will, and I think this is the first one that actually comes in a precon, right? Yes, um. Yes. Okay. He is green, black, white, two for a horror insect. Phyrexian Ooh. insect. Uh, Phyrexian insect. Yeah. What did I say? Horror. Phyrexian insect. So insect people rejoice. You get a commander. Another one. A good one. And now you're getting them in additional colors than Zask. The insect commander we saw in Jumpstart. Because we're getting white added to him, right? Yes, that's yes. correct. So this is a 3-3. Three, three. It's got Menace and Toxic 1. So they get a poison counter when we hit with this guy. Yep. And he deals his damage. Yep. We'll Unlike Infect. That. That's... Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that next week. Because I think Toxic is better than people are giving it credit for. Agreed. When Z Zask? No. Vish... Vish... Vish gas. Vish, vish gas. Oh, that sounds smelly. Enters the battlefield, create three one-one colorless Phyrexian might, might, yeah. artifact creature tokens with toxic one, and this creature can't block. Vish gas grass gets plus one plus one for each poison counter on your your opponent's half. That's pretty cool. Although he gets smaller as your opponents die, so I don't care about that. A little strange, but I mean, it's still pretty cool. Also neat. When I open some of my stuff, I got a might token. Yes. And on the other side is a different art for the might token. Oh. Which is which is really cool. I do they both that. not block? Neither one of them block. Oh yeah. But they both have toxic one. I Very think neat. that I think this guy's good. I think it's probably pretty easy to have this guy be seven seven or eight eight. Yep. Because you just need a couple po like there's there's cards that say each opponent gets a poison counter. All yeah. of a sudden this guy's a six six. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> I guess you can't play it in this deck. There's a card that says each opponent gets a poison counter, draw a card for two. Yeah, right? like, can't, can't play it in this one. But he's got Menace, so he can't block, and he hits, and then he's a 4-4, four, four, and then a 5-5, five, five, then a 6-6. Six, six. That's fine. Yeah. And then, I mean, once he's an 8-8, he's probably just killing people with commander damage more than po toxic damage, but that's fine. That's yeah. fine. And then Let's you see. slap a grafted exoskeleton on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Next one. I'm... This one makes me kind of sad, actually. Thrun the Breaker of Silence is a Ooh. troll shaman. 5-5 five, five for 5, can't be countered with trample, can't be the target of non-green spells your opponent's control or abilities from non-green sources your opponent's control. As long as it's your turn, Thrun has indestructible. There's a guy with four separate paragraphs for abilities. Oh, yeah, there you go, but they're all shorties. Short like he is. Yeah. Well, this one's fine. This, this has my vote for... No, because there's there's the Tyran Tyrannus Rex or whatever. That, yeah. This this has my vote for the legend that just does everything, and it's like mono green, and it's just gonna go in the ninety nine. But you're gonna see like the Thrun apologist be like, "Hey, I want to play this guy," because like, first of all, his art is a turtle. <laughs> Second of all, I think that the first Thrun is better. He's 
better. Uh, this yeah. one does cost five, and the first one costs four, The right? other one's a four, four for four, can't be countered. Yeah. Regenerates. Yep. And can't be the target of anything your opponents control. Oh. I think... Uh, he was huge in standard at the time. Yes. Thrun was a good card. Yes. Is a good card still. This has indestructible on your turn, so you don't need to have mana up to regenerate him, right? Sure. He just crashes in, and this one's got trample, and he's bigger. Yeah. I don't know. I still like the other one better. You know what? I I feel like they took Thrun, and they said, "How do we? How do we? How do we Salt Bay just a tiny little bit of Commander onto him?" <laughs> and this is what we got. That's what we ended up with. This is eh? what we got. Let's move on to the next Dominus. Sure. Next Dominus is Takuthal Inquiry Dominus. Oh, yeah. I like a good inquiry. Okay. 3-5 Flying Phyrexian Horror for Blue Blue 2. If you would prolif, prolif twice instead. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Then he's got like the Phyrexian thing. Remove three counters from among other artifact creatures and planeswalkers you control to put an indestructible counter on them. Yeah. So you go blue, blue, one, or Phyrexia, Phyrexia, one. Remove sure. some counters. You have an indestructible thing. This is going directly into every Atraxa deck in the history of Atraxa decks. Yes, and... and every Super every Friends Super deck. Every Super Friends deck. I'm not playing it in mine. I'm playing other Super Friends things from this set in my Super Friends deck. I took some of the more ridiculous stacks pieces out of Stacks Traxa. Oh. Added this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Is, this the, is this your favorite one? No. No. Is there anything else besides his squiddy, tentacly face that you would like to talk about? Wait. Uh, 99? We haven't been doing it. 99 uh, or head of the deck? 99. I no, 99, 100%. Just play Atraxa. If you want to do the proliferate thing, you're going to play Atraxa. Yes. That, and that's just how it is. Now. Right. Now we'll talk about now, your favorite one. Now let's talk about some shit. We're going to talk about Solfim the Mayhem Dominus. Oh. The 5 4 for red, red, 2 Phyrexian Horror. If a source you control would deal non combat damage to an opponent or a permanent opponent controls, it deals double that damage instead. Ooh. Oh, oh. And then you can pay red Phyrexian, red Phyrexian, one, discard two cards, put an indestructible counter on him. Oh, sure. oh, 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 to Ralph. And Brash Taunter. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, Saltham is so good. Well, oh. Brash Taunter's damage wouldn't be doubled, but the it's thing that you're dealing damage to Brash Taunter with... Brash Taunter's damage is non-combat, sir. Oh, 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 yeah. Sorry, I thought it said non-creature damage. Why would it say that? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. I'm so excited for this card. I got two. I got two. I think I only need two, because I don't want to just put it in every red deck, but I, I did want to put it in every red deck, but I'm not going to. I'm only going to play the two. I think this one or the white one, but I think this one is my favorite art out of the five of them also. Uh, yes. He's got those little dangly just little legs, and he's pooping lava, and he's got big spider arms and shit. This guy is awesome. Those aren't his legs. He's like wearing a, a, a meat coat. I like what I said better. Those are his legs, and those are rocket engines. He's not pooping lava. He's flying on lava flying on rocket rocket engines. lava that's right fueled by your opponent's tears that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah this one i i really like all five of these are so good yes and they all go in the 99 this is the one that i think we'll see at 
in the command zone the most out of the five of them. Agreed. And I maybe the white one. And I just think that if you're gonna do what Solfim's gonna do, I think you're better suited still to play Teralf. Oh yeah, I think because Teralf just does more damage overall to your opponents, which is what you want at the end of the day. I I, I hear you. I hear you. I think we're gonna see this one more though because this one says double, and they don't have to think about it any any more after that. Yeah. You ever try to... more? It's just double. Oh, that's easy. You ever try to do Teralf math? It's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's real hard. I got one more thing to say here, really quick about this Solfim. Tell me. I want Watsy to make amends and and pay the artists because I, I think that's what it's about. But I want them to make amends with an artist that they got into a fight with called. Peter Morbaker, he was the artist for the original art of Animar. Okay. And I want him to do a secret layer of these Domini because his art, if you just look him up, is phenomenal and it would fit perfectly. And this soul fame gives me Peter Morbaker vibes. All just right. just anybody who's out there who's not driving, look it up because it's so cool. I like that. All right. Okay. I think we've established that we're pumped about these. And because we have Joe breathing down our necks, we are going to have to go a little bit quicker for the rest of them. <laughs> we just blame Joe. <laughs> we, well, of course we're going to blame Joe. We would sit here for hours and discuss each of these cards, but we do have time constraints because oh, of... Oh, four-hour CCO episodes? Oh, man. I Wow. Yikes. Okay. We, it'll be real easy to go over things like slow bad iron goblins. Sacrifice an artifact. Tap sack an artifact at an amount of red equal to that sacrifice artifact's mana value. Ooh, but you can only spend it to activate artifact abilities or cast artifacts. That's fine. That's fine. This is kind of like a like a ritual. Yeah. Are you going to see him in the, the head of a bunch of decks? I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. You're going to see him it's, in some? Yeah. Maybe you'll see him in the uh, the Goblin Duretti decks, maybe? Goblin Duretti decks. Things that want to play Metal or Metal Worker. Yeah. Things that want to play Goblin Welder want this. Yeah. 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 Okay. Screlv Defector Might. <laughs> Screlv. One I, drop commander. One drop. And he's a might. He's a might that also can't lock, that can make your other creatures get protection from colors and give them toxic one. So he's he's not a might, he's a mom. Sure. See what I did there? Yes. I, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the mighty might alters requests. It's also a one drop commander that has three paragraphs worth of abilities on him. One of them is he can't block, though. Does it? Still three. <laughs> it's a separate paragraph of text still. Let's talk about Eyeball Bane of Buttholes. Let's talk about I, Ivor Eyeball Bane of Buttholes. That's Rhea Ivor Bane of Bladehold. Yeah, I like what I said better. Sure. So he's, you remember, what is it, Champion of Bladehold? Sure. Whatever the hell that other card was called that does kind of the same thing. Attacks, gets battle cry, you get two bros that... Attack two. Yep. This one at the beginning of combat on your turn. The next time target creature would deal combat damage to one or more players this turn. Prevent that damage and make that many 1-1 one, one mites that can't block that have toxic one. Ooh. I like this one. I like this one. I like this one enough that maybe, just maybe, you might hear a deck based on it later on in the month. Oh. Maybe. So, so we'll save it for then? Yes. Okay. So we are going to talk about her at length, but not today. Next up is Ruck. Hex Gold Nabber. And I was telling Ryan before the show, I don't know why, but I really like this card. This is a 2-2 Trample Haste for three. 
Whenever an equipped creature you control other than Ruck attacks or dies, <laughs> okay, <laughs> you may attach all equipment attached to that creature to Ruck. So he just loots the dead bodies of yeah. his friends? <laughs> yes. And I'm not sure, wh why would you attack with a suited up creature and then take all the equipment off of it? <sighs> why would you do that? Except for Lightning Greaves, because then the creature's already attacked with haste, yep. and then you've put... The shroud back on your. I don't know why you'd ever do that, but attacks man, I, or dies. But this, the, I, I don't know what it is, but I like him. Sooner or later, I'm gonna figure out why, and we're gonna we're gonna do something with him. Cool. I like him. Ovica Enigma Goliath. Our our opinion on them is vastly known. Yes, because we did a deck about them recently and it was amazing we both really like it so you can listen to that if you want to hear our full thoughts on ovica that's episode 353 of commander cook a podcast perfect that's why you're generally the boss but not this week because it's me next up is a standard card in migloss the mage the mage crusher the maze crusher yeah this four, oh, lots of this stuff one two three four liner yeah okay red Green, one, four, four, Phyrexian Beast. Whatever its name is enters the battlefield with five oil counters on it. There we go. Five or, okay, pay one. Remove an oil counter from Meg, Mig, Miglaws. It gains vigilance and menace until end of turn. Okay, hard to block, good to block. Okay, two, remove two oil counters from Miglaws. It gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Sure. Sure. Three. Remove three counters. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. I don't expect we'll see this commander ever in the wild. Ever. Not, this is this is one of the once. ones I was talking about that's like, ooh, uh, oil counters and limited. Hey. Yeah. And this is a standard card. It goes with a, the Silex that tends people because it gives you half of the counters that you need to sure. make that card work. But that's whatever. Next one, we have our next Dominus, Mondrak. Glory Dominus. This is the one that has everybody rock hard. Does it, This is the one? This is the one. Oh. Well, it's, it's got a cool art. It does. 4-4 four, for four, 4. That's white, white, 2. Phyrexian Horror. Does not... Oh, yeah. It does look like a creature. I didn't see it before, but now I do. Yeah. If one or more tokens would be created under your control, twice that many tokens are created instead. Phyrexian White, Phyrexian White 1. Sacrifice 2. Other artifacts and or creatures... Put an indestructy counter on it. It's anointed procession. We're going to see that in the command zone probably a lot. And you're going to see it also in the 99. A lot. Probably a lot. Yes. Expected in white decks, green white decks, and any other deck that plays tokens. Find them now because they will be more later. That's our that's our MTG finance tip of the show. I, I did I did say that on the top five and five coming up. We're not MTG finance, but these ones are hard to reprint because no. they not only have Phyrexian mana symbols on the card, they also have very specific names. Mm -hmm. So you can't just put this into the next set that they're doing tokens in and they're example. not cheap now but no. in a couple of weeks they might be down no, also no <laughs> they will like down from where they are now the black one will be the cheapest and just try and just pick them up if you want them because they're only going up from here next up we have nayeli the sun's vanguard the fister this is the boros attacky attacky one 
You knew we were going to get it, and we did. Attacking tokens you control have double strike. I didn't say they were bad at attacking. And whenever one or more tokens you control attacks a player, exile the top card of your library. During any turn you attacked with a token, you may play that card. That's pretty good. Gives you I think card advantage for attacking with tokens. I like that. And yeah, you're and you're gonna yeah. So cool card. That's gonna that one's gonna helm some decks. I think. I Boros I, token yes, decks. I think so. And it's gonna be the weird token decks that are just like anything that makes tokens is yeah. going in, getting in there. Aiden's gonna play that deck, guaranteed. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Now let's talk about another one that I'm really excited about. Othari Sun's Glory. I really like this one. Oh. And I don't even really know why. It's a 3-3 for Boros and 3 Flying Lifelink Haste Phoenix. Whenever it attacks, you get an experience counter. (laughs) Then you create a 2-2 red rebel creature token that's tapped and attacking for each experience counter you have. Then it has white red 2. Tap and untap rebel you control. Return it from your graveyard to play tapped. So do you do the rebel thing? Yes. Like with Lin Sivy and and the rebels for masks? Yes. Or do you do... Phoenix Tribal? Yes! <laughs> you do both! You do both, Ryan! I wonder if we're ever going to see, like, a partner pair where it's a Rebel and a Phoenix. Yes! <laughs> yes! Predictions! Predictions! It'll be Othari, and he'll be the Phoenix, and then Nayeli will be the Rebel, and they'll have Thing, and Oh, look at so that! Good. Nayeli is a Rebel! Rebel! Yeah. That matters! It does. Because you add red to your Rebel deck now. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Right? Cool. I'm a big fan of that. Neat. Things we're not big fans of. At least uh, I'm not. Malaria, the living cure. This does um, Safi Eric's daughter thing, right? Yes. Sort of. Makes it so that you only get one poison counter if you would get several poison counters. Nobody's going to play this. Nobody's going to play that. Anybody who wants this wants Safi Eric's daughter instead because it combos. Yeah. And she'll be pretty sure she'll be Malira, the living dead cure because they're going to kill her to get rid of the fucking oil. Malkature Purity Overseer. Wow. There's a lot of text on this. This guy this guy's gonna be Golem Tribal. Yep. And Splicers. Remember the Splicers that come into play, give all golems something, and they I give do. you a golem? Yep. And you're gonna see a bunch of the like the precursor golem and the 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 make a nine nine golem. Yep. You're gonna see all of those in this deck. Okay, Malkator. Purity Overseer enters a battlefield, and, and it's in Boros. Yep. Nope, it's in Azorius. Azorius. <laughs> Azorius. So you're going to have Blink Strategies. Yep. When he ETBs, you get a Golem. So he's kind of like a Splicer. Yep. At 3-3, that is. At the beginning of your end step, if three or more artifacts entered the battlefield under your control this turn, create a 3-3 Colorless Phyrexian Golem again. Yeah. So, so you just Blink all your Splicers to get ETBs and Golems both of those are ETB. This guy will see all of them, and you'll get another one at the end of your turn. You're going to play him in that pre-con Urza deck. You could, yeah. That's probably where you're going to see this guy. You're gonna, Or you're going to see Azorius Blink Life Gain decks slash Splicer slash Golem Tribal. That's the deck. Sure. And this, this will be a deck that you see. Yeah. Yeah. Kinzu the Bleak Coven. Brando's new backup waifu. If Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I like her lots. It's uh, if Rata ever officially rejects my advances. She's got long fingers. You notice her fingers? Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Oh, it's okay. 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 She's a 5-4 for flying with five. Whenever another non-token creature you control dies, you may pay two life and exile it. If you do, put a creature token that's a copy of that creature into play, except it's a 1-1 and has toxic one. Hey, that's actually good. That's a cool card. 
That's good because you just play a sacrifice deck, but then you like pay two life and you don't give a shit because your sacrifice deck is going to be gaining life. Yep. And then you just get one one equivalence that you can then sacrifice again. That's right. That's pretty good. Yep. I like her. She's cool. And she like it's fairly obvious what she's going to do, where she's going to go, and how she's going to play. I'm fine with that. Uh, at the helm, though, right? In, in the command zone? I think so. You could play her in the command zone. I've personally got her in the 99 of a deck already. Riri? I sure do. What deck is that going? Radadrabic. Oh, Who? yeah. Well, that yeah. one only because it cares about legendaries, though. Yeah. But he does the same thing as she does, just better. I don't have to pay life. It just does it. Oh, can yeah. you do Can you do both? Yeah. You get it from Radadrabic and you pay two life and get it from her. Yes. Okay, that's pretty good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Next up, we have Kethic Crucible Goliath. Wow. 4-4 four, four for red, black, two. Phyrexian Beast again. Yeah, okay. Awesome. At the beginning of your end step, you may sacrifice a creature if you do reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-legendary creature with lesser mana value. Put it onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom in a random order. That's like Sacrifice Cascade. Sure. Sackcade. Sackcade. Are we going to... Because you go down. So you have to play the big thing first. Yes. And then you go down to what? I'm sure that there's it's lesser something. mana value, right? Yeah, lesser like, mana value. Right, so you got to play something big to get something small. Maybe your small thing. Maybe everything is at the same CMC, and then the thing that you really want is less. What What is that? I don't know. Some right? combo piece, probably. Or like, what's the? This l- is this this has right? polymorph vibes, and nobody's using polymorph fairly. That's true. Right? Just, this one seems like they're trying to fix polymorph and then give it to Rakdos and then, <laughs> right? Like what? Is, what? So I'm interested to see if somebody can turn that into something interesting. Yep. But what you said, I feel, doesn't sound interesting because it's like, okay, you do it once. That's the now trick. You've seen it. That's the trick. Yeah. But do you? Is that? Is anybody going to play that ever anywhere? Are we missing something? And you sacrifice it, and Rakdos can get stuff back. Sure. So maybe, maybe. Maybe it's just value, which, again, is like, sure. That's just not mine or your thing. <laughs> I get, let's just sacrifice this big thing I played to get a smaller thing. What if you cheat the big thing into play? Then you get a smaller thing instead of having the cheated big thing. Man, I cheated this shouldered into play. I better sack that thing to get a, what's a, what's a, an ornithopter. Ooh. Just Well, real, that's, that's right? not what yeah, you're going to get. You're if, not you, good. if you... Yeah. If you sneak attack at Ulamog and give it haste, <laughs> then you have to sacrifice it anyways. What if you sacrifice? It? Oh no, because it's smaller. You can't. You can't yeah. polymorph your Ulamog into an Ulamog. Dang that, it! That's right. All right. Let's continue along. We have the face commander for one of the commander decks, or the other face commander, an Ixhel Scion of Atraxa. Yeah, meat dress. Yep. Meat dress. Not very warm in the winter. No. Very revealing. Agreed. Okay. Ooh, you read this one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 2-5 for Abzan and 1, Flying Vigilance, Toxic 2, Phyrexian Angel, with Corrupted, our first instance of Corrupted. At the beginning of your end step, each opponent who has three or more poison counters exile the top card of their library face down. You can look at and play those cards for as long as they remain exiled, and you can spend mana as though it was any color to play them. Ah, sure. So you poison your opponents and then as long as they're still alive and you're trying to kill them you can use their stuff to kill them more it's not horrible yes it's- i i love the art again the 
I like that aspect of it. The corrupt, the everything that corrupted has to offer feels to me like they're just cashing in on like the value that poison counters would not have given you if corrupted didn't exist. Yes. And it's just not the play style that I like. And it's very counter to how we as magic players kind of look, I would say, at poison counters. Yes. Because poison goes from one to ten and you're dead. There's not a point where your opponents are sitting at three for a long time. And you have to do it. Historically, you've had to do it as fast as possible because you get dogpiled. Now, though, maybe now, maybe now people will just randomly have three or four poison counters and that player just has to be okay with that and just assume that it's going to be combat damage that they die to because poison is how I get my value. Maybe. Maybe there's a little bit of a changing of the guard, a little change of culture about poison. If they wanted to do that, they shouldn't have put green in these creatures. (laughs) But they did, and here we are. Jorkadine, first gold warden. He's a rebel. And a two-drop commander. Two-two for two. Trample. Hey, a two-drop trampler? Okay. Okay. Jorkadine, first gold warden, attacks. It gets plus X, plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of equipped creatures you control. Then, if Jorkadine's power is four or greater, draw a card. That's a weird, weird, weird Voltron commander, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, I don't think it's Voltron, though. I think it's go-wide equipment.deck. That's why you play. That's why you play those Vermiridon ones because they come yes. in and they make oh, the yeah, dude yeah, yeah. right, and then and they're auto it. auto equipped, and then yeah. you would draw a card too, and him 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 you'd get big, and, and he doesn't even need to be equipped. Yeah, you can play the living weapons as well because they get the little germs that are auto equipped. It's it's cool. It's yes. another Boros attacky attacky one, much in the same vein as the other one, but it's fine. And it draws a card, but in a different way. Yes, you're gonna play the equipment anyways. And nobody likes feeling blown out when, well, some people feel like getting blown, but you're going to get the value and you're going to go wide and you're not going to feel bad when Jorkadine dies because he's not going to have 15 mana worth of equipment spent on him. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Next up we have, uh, are you going to alter this to look like the actual Rat King? I don't know who the Rat King is. You don't know who the Rat King from Ninja Turtles is? Joe, put him on the screen. Oh, Oh. Put him on the screen now. Everybody go to YouTube regardless of what you're doing. Especially if you're driving. <laughs> yes. Karumonix, the Rat King, is a 3-3 for 3 Phyrexian Rat, Toxic 1. Other rats you control have Toxic 1. When it comes into play, look at the top five cards your library reveal and put any number of rats from among them into your hand. Does this just replace Maronar? No. You don't think? No, Maronar is better because it gives your rats fear. Uh, oh. And you can sack a rat to make more rats. Is Maronar expensive? I think so. Probably now, yeah. Probably he is. So this is this is everybody who wants to play rats but doesn't want to spend whatever on Marinar plays this guy, right? Probably. So yeah. we're gonna see him both in the ninety nine of people who own a Marinar. Yep. And you're gonna see him at the head of the decks where people don't own Marinar. Yes. That yes. And then you'll see relentless rats and rat colony and away they go. Yes. That's the deck. Kembaka enduring. Another 2-2 two, two for 2 commander. Hey, look at this. Hey, 2s and 3s all the over the place. Three ability lines on this one, too. Whenever Kemba Ka Enduring or another cat enters the battlefield under your control, attach up to one target equipment you control to that creature. Equip creatures you control get plus 1, plus 1. Hey, that's pretty good. And you can go white, white, 3, create a cat token. This goes in your Erebos. Is it Erebos? The uh, cat? Er- er- uh, Erebos? I think so. Yeah, that, that's that's where he goes. That Ye- thing's already doing equipment shit. 
It's another free equip for your Hammer of Nizan. Yes. Mm-hmm. This goes into the Jorkadine deck. This yep. goes into the Mar- Mondrak deck, or Mondrak goes into this deck. Yep. You can see why or how they kind of fit together. If this is your first set, you can play a few cards that all have white in them, yep. and they all do tokens or they all do equipment. They're really bunching the Mirans together. Oh, yeah, that's set, a good way to hey? think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I actually, I don't even hate that. I don't. I like the the unity. I, I appreciate that. Okay. Now Speak, this, speaking of unity, holy! <laughs> you want to talk about unsupported tribes that are finally getting some love? How about Graz, unstoppable juggernaut? Oh, Wait, or is it? I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Does everybody remember that meme? Yes. Okay, good. Or as they say in Quebec, the juggernaut. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I don't know if they actually say that, but I'm going <laughs> to pretend they do. <laughs> Seven five, legendary artifact creature juggernaut, for a whopping. Eight mana. Wow. I like this. But you're going to have artifact mana. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Juggernauts, you control. There's a sentence I never thought I'd heard. Yeah. Plural juggernauts. Juggernauts, you control, attack each combat if able. Well, they already do. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Juggernauts, you control, can't be blocked by walls. They already don't. They already can't. Other creatures you control have base, power, and toughness. 5-3, Five three and our juggernauts in addition to their creature types. <laughs> so if you don't get the joke because you're new to magic, go to Scryfall and type in the word juggernaut. Yes. And s- look at the card that comes up. Yes. This Graz makes all cards that card. Yes. And it's named Juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this going to be a... I think people will meme this as a commander, but I actually think in token strategies, this could be a finisher. I think in token strategies, this is going to be a budget crater hoof behemoth. I I'd play this in Tana the Butt Sewer instead can of Can you imagine? Can you imagine me dropping down my freaking Graz Unstoppable Juggernaut in Jetmere when I have like fifteen sapperlings? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Take a hundred. <laughs> Crater, crater who? <laughs> crater hoof? <laughs> this this one makes crater hoof look like a win more card, and it's gonna cost twelve cents. Yes, right. Like it's so. I like this one a lot. Is this is this poorest man's crater hoof? Yes. <laughs> is this more poor than decimator of provinces? Is this card, card of the, the week? week. week. The answer is yes. <laughs> this card is brought to you by the answer yes. I, to, in honesty, though, I think old guys like Aaron Karar are going to build this because they're going to be like, Juggernaut was the best creature in Magic, and I want Juggernaut travel. Yes. Also, yes. See, brought to you by the letter yes. Oh, man, this is so good. All right, we've got seven more. Can we do it? As long as Joe doesn't cut us off. <laughs> Glissa Sunslayer. This one can slay my ass. Yeah, I don't really like Okay, 3-3 three, three Phyrexian Zombie Elf for green, black, one. First strike, death touch, as Glissa does. Whenever Glissa deals combat damage to a player, choose one. Draw a card and lose a life. Okay, that's pretty good. That's not bad. That's pretty good, because she got first strike, death touch. Nobody wants to block her, right? That's right. Destroy target enchantment. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not always going to get your guy, but if you don't, you could remove up to three counters from target permanent. So she would ruin planeswalkers. Yes. 
not ah. count because you're going to hit a player. So you can hit a player and a planeswalker at the same time. There we go. Yeah, yeah. If you want. I, I mean, she's fine. I think that she's going to go the same way as the the previous Glissa, who would who had first strike death touch it was a three three for three. Whenever it hit a player, it did a cool thing. I think it was get an artifact back from your graveyard to play. And she was around for a while, and now you just never see her. And I think that this is going to probably go that way, too. Unless you play against Dana Roach. Dana, she's all yours. Yes. Next up, Geth, Thane of Contracts. Uh, okay. I Yeah. This guy's weird. I think this guy's sneaky good and is going to combo. He's a 3-4 Phyrexian zombie for black, black, 3. Another 3-drop. Yep. Man, uh, give me some more 8-drops. Other creatures you control get minus one, minus one. I'm listening. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too. You can go black, black, one, tap. Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. It gains, if this creature would leave the battlefield, exile instead of putting it anywhere else. Activate only as a sorcery. So that gives them unearth, right? Yeah, it's got, well, better unearth because you know, sack it at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So better unearth. So it's fine. Maybe he, maybe he, I think that this guy's sneaky good because he's going to immediately kill your guys. Well, I mean, the, when we get to the creature that he works good with, we'll, I'll, 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 I'll hit you with some shit. Azuri Stalker of Spheres. This guy's freaking Simic. Yeah. He's, which means he's good. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> three, three for Simic and two. When it comes into play, you may pay three. If you do, proliferate twice. Whenever you proliferate, draw a card. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right? Like, there it is. He also, so sweet, so simple, he even has flavor text. Straight into every Atraxa deck ever made forever. Straight into every Simic deck, every Poison deck, every Plus One Counters deck, every Simic Planeswalker deck. Did I say that already? Sure. Every proliferate deck is going to want this guy. Forever, yes. He's the Thrasios of proliferate. Yeah. Can I call him that? We sure can. I'm glad the Phyrexians ganked him. <laughs> I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> All right. Who works really good with Geth? Let's talk about Atraxa, the Grand Unifier. Is this where we're going? Yes. Okay. We're going directly to Atraxa, Grand Unifier, a 7-7 seven, seven for 7. Phyrexian Angel, Flying Vigilance, Death Touch, Lifelink. When Atraxa, Grand Unifier comes into play, reveal the top... Ten cards of your library for each card type. You may put a card of that type into your hand. And the card types are artifact, battle, creature, enchantment, instant, what is it, land, planeswalker, sorcery, and no tribal in there, I noticed. Oh, Brandon, what's, oh, what's battle, Brandon? What's, bra oh, what's I, battle? I don't care. Oh, my God. I don't oh, it's care. a new card type. Do you remember when they did that with Tarmograve? Oh, my God. I, I, I don't care. Oh. I, I don't care. It's going to be a saga. That's what battles are. I promise. Oh, man. But, oh, but, it, uh, ugh. I don't care. All, so the, all the Atraxa simps can eat my whole ass if yeah. you like eating ass. Like, th this card is cool. It, it could draw you hypothetically 10 cards. Gives me the Niv, gives, gives me Niv-Mizzet yeah. Reborn vibes, and all the Niv-Mizzet guys can eat my whole ass, too. And this works great with Geth. Because you can use Geth to reanimate your Atraxa to draw 10 cards, then sack your Atraxa and do it again. There you go. That's what you do with Geth. Well, you can do that with anything, and then I would rather do it with anything except Geth. Now you can do it with Geth. Ugh. But I won't. <laughs> no, you won't, because you're going to play something better than Geth. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blink my Atraxa, yeah. is what I'm going to do. Yeah. 
I think that this is 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 or could be the most powerful legendary creature in the set. I'm not sure if it is, but with blink strategies, I think it might be because you just draw. What do you get? Three or four cards every time she ETBs? Probably. Probably. You get a land, probably a creature, and then probably a spell. Yeah. Or an artifact. Or, or both. Or all. Three yeah. or four yeah. is what you get. Let me ask you the big question on everybody's mind. Everybody's thinking this. Which attraction do you play? Is this Atraxa going to dethrone OG Atraxa as the most popular commander in the history of the format? Not even close. Not even a chance because Atraxa is going to have so many more decks after this weekend. <laughs> she will be untouchable forever. Next creature yes. is Chisgoria, the Forge Tyrant. Goes all the way back to OG Mirrodin with scale and tooth of Chisgoria. They were artifacts that you tap to give plus one, plus one, or, or plus one, plus O, oh, and plus O, oh, plus one. Okay, the okay. The tooth was like a sword, and the scale was a shield. Makes sense. And I don't know why they did that, because they had equipment in that set. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy is that guy. He's a 5-4 for red, 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 six. Jeez. Affinity for artifacts. Ooh. So he costs one less to cast for each artifact you control. Flying in haste. Should Ooh. I play him in my dragon deck? Haste on a dragon. Oh, it's yeah. always a good thing. Yep. Always a good thing. And he's a he's a five 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 four flying haste for three, potentially. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. When Chiscoria Forge Tyrant attacks, exile the top five cards of your library. You may cast an artifact spell from among them this turn. If you do. Um, it has affinity for artifacts. Hey, that's pretty good. That's all right. That's not terrible. You could load him up with like all the big mana artifacts and all the little fast mana artifacts. Something makes treasures. I don't know if you can make treasures with dragons in red. Hey, yeah, that's a good idea. Then you just put like crazy expensive stuff in. Yeah. Like Bosch Iron Golem and, and Graz Unstoppable Juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good, isn't it? Yes, it's probably a good deck, and it's and be fine. and the um, the flavor people from OG Mirrodin are really gonna like it. Truth, and the dragon people are gonna like it, and the artifact people. It's gonna go right into all those kinds of decks. That I card's think. for everybody. This card is for everybody. Yeah, this uh, Chisgoria. He doesn't discriminate. What about a card just for Ryan? Maybe <laughs> not just for Ryan, but for lots of people. <laughs> nope, just me. Drivnod. It's a great name. Carnage Dominus. Oh, man. I gave myself a driv nod when I read this guy. <laughs> Straight into the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew it. That's why I need a foil. Okay. 8-3. Never mind. 8-3. Never mind. Freaking give him Tainted Strike and put you at 9. <laughs> oh. 8-3 for Black Black 3. Phyrexian Horror. If a creature dying... Nay. Uh, let me let me brando this. If a creature eating shit <laughs> would cause an ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Ooh. Now, Ooh. just Ooh. let's let's puzzle this out because I don't think it actually works. If a creature dying causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, right. it triggers again. Right. My things trigger when they die. Right. So they're not. They die, and then they're in the graveyard. Then they're not a permanent no more, right? I think that that still works. Mm. Anyways, Phyrexian Black, Phyrexian Black, exile three creature cards from your graveyard, put an indestructible counter on it. Sick. 
Ah, uh, does it work though? I think it does. I really do think it does. If if I have a guy that says when he dies, each opponent loses two life. Is yeah. each opponent going to lose four life now if that guy's in my graveyard? Yeah. Because I guess because it's not a permanent you control anymore. Yeah. Ooh, that's a tricky one. Yeah. We'll, see we'll ask it. a judge today. Yes. We'll ask a judge at yes, the thing we will. today. We're going to get back to you all on that Let one. Let us there. know in the comments too, eh? Or on the, the patron Discord. We always get people telling us we're wrong in there. Yeah. They're supposed to be our friends. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to make us not look stupid on the internet. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, know the future better. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, I think, is the one everybody... Maybe I don't think anybody's really been waiting for us to talk about. Everybody knows about this one. Elish Norn, Mother of Machines. I haven't read this one yet. Really? No, it's just a different picture. That's a lie. Okay, I was like, geez. <laughs> that was a different picture, Joe Brando. You missed it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I didn't miss it. Oh. I got it. I got didn't it. want to acknowledge I it. I didn't want to acknowledge the, the picture. This could have been 18, 18 other cards, but it's not. This is this on, the, on my top five list. It's a for for cards that you should get because it isn't going anywhere down in no, price. No, only up. Only up. Elish Nor never looks back. That's only right. forward. And even if she could, she couldn't see because her headpiece is too big and ain't got no eye holes in it. I want Lady Gaga to do an Elish Norn cosplay. Can you imagine? I how... want an entire Lady Gaga show of Phyrexia. That's what I want. She'd probably do it. I bet she would. Or 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 in this moment. Nah, you want Lady Gaga. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 The 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 grandeur of it. There's yeah. the second time I used that word. That's right. Would be greater. Elish Norn is a 4-7 with vigilance for five. If a permanent coming into play under your control causes a triggered ability to trigger, it triggers an additional time. That's and Panharmonicon. Panharmonicon for you. And it's Hushbringer for your opponents. Uh Torpor Orb. Torpor Orb, yes. Permanents entering the battlefield don't cause abilities of permanents your opponents control to trigger. Most interesting thing about this card. It's very powerful, it's very good, whatever. The most interesting thing that I think about this card is all those dudes that are like on the throne with her. Those are Phyrexians that were born as mites and they grew up and they were perfectly completed and they were like flawless examples of Phyrexian perfection. So she like kills them and makes her, them into her chair. Whoa. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like that's some that's some weird villainy and that's why Phyrexia is going to collapse on itself because they're doing weird shit like that. That's kind of neat. Talk about not caring about money, hey? Right? <laughs> it's like this is a perfect example of what I'm trying to do. You're a chair. So kind of throne like Jeff Bezos sits on? I assume so. <laughs> Him and his cock rocket. Yeah, you know what? This this was on it, it, it did look like that. This one was on my top five and I did a pretty good spot on Commander Ad Populum about this one because this card was kind of featured in the latest commander rules committee like quarterly update because people are like oh my god oh my god Elish Norn it needs to be banned it's too good and it's like are you kidding really me? a casual uh, a casual popular ability in panharmonicon and a casual dangerous card in let's call it a stacks piece Corporal. are on the same card for five mana in your command zone it gives me Iona Shield of Ameria vibes in that it could shut off your opponent's entire deck, yep. but it's not eight or nine mana. No, it's like half that much. Yeah. Woo, baby. This card is freaking good. Yeah. You're going to see it in the 99. Yep. You're going to see it at the helm of decks. Yep. You're going to see it on t shirts. Yep. You're going to see alternate arts. Yep. You're going to see Simpy Fanboys. Yep. Yep. This you know what is... you're not going to see? It on the ban list. 
Also, yes. <laughs> You're just not because Iona turned off their deck from playing Magic. This one turns off your ETBs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could still do all the things. You just can't blink your creatures into infinity with your weird baby girl planeswalker and get infinite value. Yep. Without you know, so deal with it. I I got you. I got you. Favorite commander that we talked about today? Thirty four of them. Which what do you got? Who's your fave? Who's my most favoriteest one? Who's your fave or and or who would you build? Oh, who would I build? I think my favorite and the one that I would build because secretly I did it was Eyeball Bane of Butthole. I I really like that one. That's the battle cry yep. prevent damage make mites guy. I I like I like her. I think she's really cool and I think that you could make a a fun nifty deck out of her, yep. which I did. Oh. So I'll prove it in a couple of weeks. And I think again, if you're playing the guessing game, tied with uh Uthari Sun's Glory, that Phoenix, I really like that one too. I don't know why oh, I like those that. Are, so those much. are the two from the pre show. Those are the two yeah. that are from the pre show, and they're also the two that I'm like I'm really excited about them. And if I didn't have decks in those colors that I was already really connected to on a personal level, I would totally tear them apart and build them. Right now. Cool. What about you? I really like Ertet, the the mirror. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah. I've been wanting a mirror deck. He reminded me of our friend Clayton. I, I've got Orvar, but I'm thinking that like the mirrors are probably the worst strategy that buffs him right. in the deck, and there's always room for more and more folk and wizard stuff. Sure. Because there's lots of those. Yeah. And now mirrors potentially have their own home. Yeah. So that could be a thing. I also I also like all of the Dominuses. The Domini. The Domini, but I think I just like them so much in, in 99s. Yeah. Yeah. I'd put all four of the ones that could go in Atraxa in Atraxa if I did all those things in Atraxa, but I don't. Yep. Oh, and Graz, Unstoppable Juggernaut, because that <laughs> is the card of the week. Yes, it is. You go to FusionGamingOnline.com, you add that to your shopping cart, yep. during checkout, you're going to save 5% on the 19 cents that that card's going to cost. Right? You'll save a fraction of a cent. By using CCO Slam promo code. Now, if you wanted to call up Fusion and buy, like, I don't know, 500 Grazes <laughs> to get your order over $100, you could use CCO Perks promo code and get 10% kickback in store credit. And once they arrive at your house and you want to really show them off in super sweet style, you go to geekwood.ca and buy a really cool wood etched deck box to keep them all in. Your yes. And you could save 10% there using promo code CCO podcast at checkout. All good deals. All good deals that you can have because you like to support your boys and you like to listen to the show and we really appreciate you doing that. And remember, if you're a patron supporter, CCO experience uh, packages, I guess, or planning is all underway. So if you're thinking about it and you're like, hey, I like these guys, I want to be part of what they do when they go on the road, Now's the time because we're planning for Vancouver, Minneapolis, Vegas, and a bunch of other places like Edmonton, potential, well, Edmonton for sure, and New York potentially. So get on now because those are a ton of fun. And people who aren't patrons always ask, and I say, hey, house is full. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. It's a thing. You know what else is a thing? 
the rest of this set. And we're going to talk about that, some of the themes, the art, the cards that we like, all of that, and much more on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!